Hey, uh, hey, Miles. You know, there's there's been a, there's always a lot of opportunities uh, when you're a YouTuber, when you're a content creator, when you're when you're doing whatever, right? Whenever you're whenever you're in any field, there's always a opportunity in that field to like you know to to promote things, oh, wow. and, right? And to and to like oh, make yeah. make money off specific you know uh, Ooh, products. Money, I like money. Right? money hey, yeah, money's yeah, good, yeah. I guess. Right? I like paying my bills. It's nice. Um, yeah. And uh, and dude, I just I desperately want to make some money off of a coffee sponsorship because as as much as I'm thankful for all the people that helped this channel run, I'm so much more thankful for coffee. And uh, it would be one of those would be one of those promotions that you could really put your heart behind. <laughs> you could be like, man, I just want to say like every single promotional event for coffee, like whatever brand it would be, it would just be like, I just want to say I'm so thankful for Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> For fueling, fueling this episode, and <laughs> right. keeping me going. Yeah, that would be. And would... I would drink this even if they weren't paying me. That's the ideal sponsorship. I mean, that that's yeah. exactly it, right, man? Like, I mean, I would. I I think like even bad coffee is good coffee. Even bad pizza is good. Co- uh, good pizza. So really, like, if any pizza or coffee place out there want to sponsor us, even if your product is shit, I'll probably fucking do it, man. Like, because I will eat and or drink crappy coffee or crappy pizza. I'm just is saying, there coffee pizza? Is there coffee pizza? I think we've gone too far with this already. <laughs> really? Uh, this yeah. is why we can't have nice things. This this is exactly why. Uh, but hey, man, it's Friday. It's it's time to put our feet but up. But that's fine. If you don't want sponsorship from my coffee pizza that I've just developed, that's fine, man. But, you know. I don't. I don't. 90 people, 95 people hanging out right now listening to us talk about coffee pizza. Um, well, tell us in the chat. Would you have it? Would you have it? Oh, I can't put That's up two. Shake, I can't Ryan. put up two polls at once, dude. <laughs> no, they can just say it in the chat. All right, they'll say it's not. amazing. Anyway, tell us. Let's start. Tell us. I just want to torture them a little bit longer. All right, let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right here on PSVR Without Parole, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that is my time. Whatever. What, what time is it? Your time, Miles? It is 5 past 11. British time. And it's, it's, it's late. And although I'm five hours in the future, I can tell you from the future, Brian. Oh, yeah, the future. I was, telling, I was telling Wes this on, on Wednesday, but it's still the same now. Five years from now, five hours from now, Brian, PSVR 2 is still not out. So still I not out? That. No. But has there been a Sony showcase yet? <laughs> That's the big question. Oh, yeah. Got to go. Sorry. Right. No. No, okay. there's not. No. Uh, but I'll keep you posted five hours from the future. So. Thank you. Thank you. We, 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 we always have a, an edge on the competition because of Miles' presence on the channel. Yeah. That's it. Uh, my name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pearl, and the gentleman to my right, far, far, far in the future, it's Miles Dyer from Miles Dyer Official, or YouTube.com slash Miles. Thank you, Brian. Uh, it's good to be here, GameCats. I can't believe another week has passed already. Um, yeah, let's do this, Brian. Yeah, I, I, for, I always forget to introduce you as Two Wise. I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you ever, did you have um, the dating, was it, not the dating game, uh, 
it, it was it was some dating show back in like the late 80s or something um and i just remember it was i think it was chuck Woolery, and he'd set like the you know one single person up with like three potential dates uh and uh, and he would, he would say we'll be right back in two and two but but this to me looks like a why so i, I wanted to be like i want to be like <laughs> two wise <laughs> two wise dire well, it's funny you say that, Brian, because uh, this week on my live show uh, on my channel, I launched YouTube membership, which comes with some custom emojis. And one of the emojis, they're not going to be able to see this. I'm just sending it to you in the Discord chat now. That is what one of the emojis is. <laughs> Two wise. Excellent. That's yeah. fantastic. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad it's catching on, man. That's really good. Uh, I know. And when I was explaining it, I was like, because some people in my chat were like, why is it too wise? I said, well... Used to on the phone say to people often, two Y's, M Y D Y, but then Brian on PSVR Vout Pro would start introducing me as Miles Two Y's Dyer. And I was like, this is catching on. So it became an emoji, Brian, because of you and the chat. So thank you. I'm 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 really sorry for the uh, love connection. Thank you, Dan Kiefer. I, I I actually hadn't been paying attention in the chat. Um Wow, the Love Connection. That is crazy. I don't think I would have come up with that name. It, that's I don't think a show called Love Connection would even work today. Like it's got to like it's, in in an era where things are called Fuckboy Island. I don't think something <laughs> as pure and as wholesome as Love Connection would actually kind of like actually garner any viewers. People would be like, "Fuck, that sounds like something my parents would watch." And you know what? It was. <laughs> it really was. It was something your parents watched. My kids are like, "Daddy, daddy watched Love Connection growing up." I don't have any kids. I just have Tornado, and I don't think she calls me Daddy, uh, dude. <laughs> listen, real quick, let's get some let's get some of this uh, nonsense out of the way. All this uh, housekeeping stuff. Uh, if you don't, if you are not already a member of our Discord, click the link in the description below. That is where we hang out twenty four seven. Sometimes we hang out in voice chat. That's where we hang out, uh, just shooting the shit. Uh, sometimes it's about video games. Sometimes it's not. Who the fuck cares, man? Really, it's just a, it's just a cool place to hang out. Uh, if you're even tangentially interested in PSVR, uh, it's a cool place to hang out. Uh, Totally free to join. However, over on patreon.com slash without pro games, if you want to get your name on that scrolling list at the bottom of the screen, uh, $3 a month. Uh, and of course, access to voice chat over on Discord. Uh, I'm not saying it's a privilege to hang out in Discord, <laughs> Discord voice chat to hang out. Uh, just, you know, trying to make, trying to make things uh, beneficial for the people who are, are uh, supporting the channel financially. Uh, and plus, there's a $5 tier as well where you get some free episodes. I guess it's not free if you're paying for it, Miles. Uh, you get some $5 episodes of uh, Why We Love PSVR. Um, so far, we're up to two episodes. The first one was Why We Love uh, Something or Another. and Oh, Immortal Legacy. That was me and AJ like over a month ago. And then Wes and I just filmed an episode of Why We Love uh, Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife. I, it, I'm sure you can tell that was probably a divisive episode. Uh, and we just put that up uh, on patreon.com slash without parole games for the $5 tier. Uh, we're going to make sure we do that more regularly uh, every month. I'm already talking to Dave Station VR about the next episode. Uh, so if there's any faces from the channel that you miss, who knows, man? Maybe you'll see them show up in future episodes of Why We Love, right? Uh, but of course, uh, dude, Miles, I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to overstep my uh my footing here but how many likes do we want on today's episode of psvr gamescast live that is not overstepping at all brian i'm really glad you asked it has nothing to uh, do with me <laughs> this, this is it all, has every, this is, this it all has you. everything to you this is brian's idea he says yeah. miles you better do it and not make me do it or i'm gonna get rid of you and i went fine 
I just um, I, I so give anyway. you responsibilities. I give you segments on the show so that I can sit back and drink coffee. That's really the only reason I let you talk at all. <laughs> well, um, last week we didn't quite hit our target, but that's all right. We still did 326 likes. Hey, that's pretty good. I think, but 350 was the one we went for. We didn't quite get there last time, but let, let's go for it this time. I think we can do this. It's not just about during the live show. It's afterwards as well throughout the week. So let's just go for 350 likes. Let's do it. Um, Short and sweet. Let's do it. And what, and what do we give them as a reward? Like access to our OnlyFans? Or is that just... They, uh, they, the reward is next week. The target's higher. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, you're basically just shooting yourself in the foot if you click the like button. Just heads up. Because <laughs> we're just... All we're going to do is ask more of you yeah, consistently. we're just going to ask you to like again next week. So yeah, yeah. it's great. I listen. I, I want to. Uh, they're commenting on your shirt, by the way, um, in the chat. Someone asked if I go out with this. I do. If it's because it's a breathable shirt. I mean, they, they, I wish they would sponsor us. There's a there's a clothing brand in New Zealand called Just Saying, which is a great brand name, <laughs> and they do all this workout gear in like all Super Saiyan stuff. So it's a breathable shirt really comfortable in that but yeah i just had to get it but because it's from new zealand i mean i got it a few years ago before the pandemic i mean postage must be you know something else now but um yeah, yeah. dragon ball z love it awesome very good they very still good. need our game dragon ball z vr game i still want it i want to go super saiyan that's powered by you literally screaming into the microphone ah! for like half an hour <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Carry on. I don't know if you saw the title of this video, Miles, uh, about yes. VR being a gimmick, but I, I'm pretty sure what you just described is the definition of of, of a VR gimmick. Well, that, no, that, that would put is people. It, saying, that, is it? Yeah, that would put people off for, VR forever. Yeah. Is it still a fad? No, it's going to be a fad when Dragon Ball Z VR comes out. That's what we've concluded. Uh, cool. Well, okay. thanks for tuning in, everyone. That's everything concluded. Clearly. <laughs> Oh man! All right, dude. You know what? Uh, let's. I mean, let I think we should kick this show off with a little bit of fun. Uh, obviously, we've got some actual news to talk about. Uh, some some mm. fun developer things, some fun video game things, some fun PSVR things. Uh, but I, I always like to kick it to the community first. And so, why don't we go over to uh, again our Discord uh, and uh, and read some viewer takeover questions, guys? Don't forget. Join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. While you're clicking links, make sure you go subscribe to Miles at my, uh, youtube.com slash Miles. Um, but uh, if you want your questions to be part of the show, uh, all you have to do is go to the Viewer Takeover channel on our Discord and leave your messages there, man. Like, it's real, real simple. And, uh, and you know, we there, there hasn't been a ton, so we've sort of been just taking all the ones that we've been given. And so uh, it's a pretty, pretty good chance that we're going to read your question. Uh sometime next week if you submit one first one comes to us from sci-fi geek cat henry by the way sci-fi game cat henry uh doing amazing work uh getting all the timestamps into the show uh we should probably give a shout out to also while we're at it to jay meow uh, another great community member who uh, makes sure that this thing gets up on podcast services of your choice uh so if you don't like to listen with your eyes and you like to prefer to listen with your ears podcast services of your choice again link in the description below uh for those podcasts first viewer takeover question sci-fi geek cat henry says hashtag viewer takeover with playstation plus now having a tiered subscription plan do you think psvr2 titles like horizon call of the mountain could show up there when psvr2 launches uh, even if it's only at the premium level i'm in 
What do you think, Miles? Is this a uh, is this feasible? Do you think we'll see any PSVR two titles uh, launch as straighted uh, as part of the tiered PlayStation Plus subscription plan? It was interesting because as soon as I read this halfway through the question, I was like, "Nope, there's no way mm-hmm. a first party release title is going to be there straight away." Sony have mentioned that, and then I got to the bit about if only at the premium level, and I was like, "Ah, okay, maybe." But then I thought about Stray, which came out this month. Although it did come out at the premium level, it was also the extra level, which is the mid-tier. Yeah. Um, and the extra tier is about that games catalogue uh, of modern games, whereas premium is all about the classic games. Um, it does come with trials, though. So there could be something there where a trial of the game could be available. But... Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, this is going to be a launch title uh, that you have to pay for fully. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's any chance that they're going to give way on that. But I'm willing to be pleasantly surprised. But I think the trial thing for premium members could be like, you know, a full level or something like that. I think that could also appeal to a lot of VR. They could even have a, a VR trial package um, for, 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 for that premium tier. Yeah, I think I think for first party games, I, I think you're absolutely right. First party games, I think would be, uh, I mean, there's there's a reason Jim Ryan said what he said about the first party games is they want to keep the level of quality as high as possible. They don't want to have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, about basically keeping to a certain budget, a lower budget than anticipated because it's going to be like you know because it's going to be just included as part of some uh, like Xbox Live subscription plan. Um, and so I, I think that's going to be true 100% for first-party games. Uh, but it was, a, it was a real pleasant surprise when we saw Stray come to the PlayStation Plus. Uh, was, was that essential or was, was, that, was, that, was that just one so, tier? So, so, that was on, that, so they advertised it across all three tiers, but it okay. was extra, the middle one, because the extra is like what PlayStation now was. It was all the modern titles. Okay. Premium, the top tier, is cloud gaming, uh classic games yep. and um, trials, game trials, which has a very limited list at the moment. So, they, you know, it might be something that Sony pushes and says, hey, you know, as we go into the new year, we want to get more and more games signed, signed up with, with demo versions for that tier. Yeah, so so like Stray, I could I could certainly see some, uh, some, some PSVR 2 titles that have a lot more clout to them. I mean, Stray is a game that just millions of people are going to buy no matter what. There were so many people following that game that including it in the in, in the PlayStation Plus, uh, one of the PlayStation Plus tiers, it was kind of unnecessary. Like, it just seemed like that game was going to make its money no matter what. Uh, and so if, if PlayStation is willing to do this for, for a title that has as much clout as Stray, I could absolutely see them doing this for, you know, like a bigger uh, third-party PSVR 2 game as well. Uh so that's so yeah I, I do think so but not not for games like Horizon just like Miles said. Uh, shout out to Nidogger, the European Zokurgato with the one euro donation. Thank you so much. We appreciate your donation. We also got Sir Moses in the chat with the five rupees. It says hi Miles. Hi Brian. Hi. Hi. Are you guys worried about the future of PSVR two and PS five after the recent news regarding Taiwan in China? No. Wow, that was an interesting uh, mix. I didn't expect that part of the question to come into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. simple answer is no. Um, we've had a pandemic. We've had the stuff going on in Ukraine. Um, the truth is that as terrible as global events are, 
at the end of the day, we are a global marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and without going too specifically into the China-Taiwan uh, situation, the truth is that China wants Taiwan to keep its industries open because it's an economy that they want to be associated with. So there's no uh, motivation to, 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 to cause harm in that way. Um, my geopolitical understandings don't go much deeper than that. Um, but yeah, the fact that we are in a global marketplace for a console and, you know, for devices that have global appeal, like, you know, if there are supply issues in one area, there are ways that you can overcome it in other ways. Um, yeah, they might not be able to produce as many PSVR 2s as they want to, like they've had with the PS5 because of global issues. But I don't think it's going to stop people that really want to get them from the get-go. Um, I, I think PSVR 2 fans are going to have a, a better time at getting PSVR 2s than PS5 fans were at getting PS5s. Just yeah. because I think the dev- the the demand... I, I think PSVR 2 is going to sell out, but that's after all the hardcore people have got it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel that PS5s sold out when there were still lots of hardcore people on day one still trying to get it. Yeah, I mean... We, we can go so deep into this. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, first, yeah, I mean, to simplify everything you just said, everything comes down to money, right? Uh, we, we, can, we can talk all day about everything that's going on in the world. But when it comes down to money, everybody wants their money. And, uh, and, and no one's going to stop uh, themselves from making money. And, if, and, if, and, that's, and that's the most important thing for so many of the situations that are going on right now. Uh, the other part... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not even going to go further with this because I, I feel like, again, we could spend all day on it and <laughs> and there's no point in it. Um, and actually, next week's episode is going to be on uh, China and Taiwan, so uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that. I mean, you know, if there's if there's any uh, if if this goes any further, right? If uh, if, if right, if, sure. If if more comes out of it and and and, and Sony has to say anything and, <laughs> and and suddenly there's supply chain problems and this and that, whatever. I mean. Sure, we, we next, can do, we'll do a whole episode on it, but I don't... I, next, I, <laughs> next week's title will be, is PSVR 2 our only way of escaping nuclear war? <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a, uh, a recent Gamescast title. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next question uh, over on Viewer Takeover. Do you want to take this one, Miles? Uh, sure, yeah, no worries. This comes from uh, Arseek, the C3 Gamecat. Wow. What other PSVR game would you like to be optimized for the PS5 to keep you busy until PSVR 2 is out? Uh, it's actually a good mm. question, right? Because so many games, uh, so many games, a lot of games just kind of like naturally worked better with PlayStation 5 because of their use of dynamic resolution. And so you'd put on the headset and go, geez, this, this game looks phenomenal on the PlayStation 5. Everything in Dreams looks five times better. Uh, so, uh, but, but for a developer to actually go in, we, we heard a lot of developers make bold claims like london studio uh about blood and truth we heard uh, from first contact entertainment about firewall and honestly as far as i'm concerned doing side-by-side comparisons those claims are kind of bullshit right if, if there were improvements it was absolutely impossible to tell on the headset you know placebo placebo effect aside which is definitely what i'm pointing to anytime someone says oh yeah it looks so much better because it doesn't like you play one right after the other you and, and you can then you like take video and you zoom them in and you like there's nothing here, right? But the potential there, but there is potential there to, you know, to up the resolution, uh, you know, make your tech, give, uh, 
used a higher processing power for better texture work, uh, for better texture resolution, better frame rates, better refresh rates, the whole thing, right? So, so there are certain games that do actually look a whole lot better on PlayStation 5. Uh, and it would be really cool if we were able to go back to the library and go, you know, like, man, this is worth replaying just because it looks so, so much better than it did when I, all the way back when I played it on the OG or the Pro. Uh, so what what game uh, what game would you pick to get an be... overhaul? <laughs> does an overhaul does it does it count as an overhaul if I say make it so the game doesn't randomly pause on the PS5? <laughs> does I think, that count as I, an I mean, I think optimization? It's good... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's a great answer. <laughs> okay. Because I, I I was actually mentioning it on the uh, on um this extra show we did on uh, on Wednesday with Wes that um when I was showing uh Rush of Blood to one of uh, my parents' friends she'd never experienced VR before it was a great game to put her into after doing the uh, the shark cage one first which is always good and throughout it the game kept pausing and I didn't know about this issue and I kept saying oh no no yeah just keep your hands there so you don't press it and she's like oh okay I, I didn't think I was. And then it paused again. I went, no, 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 just don't press this. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not. And I just look back now <laughs> feeling terrible that I wasn't being like aggressive or anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure you're not pressing it, but but please don't press it. <laughs> and she must have just had this complex going on that, you know, she thought, because it's a lot to deal with when you're not a gamer and you've not done VR before and you're and you're, you're trying to think about what you need to be doing. Yeah. And she keeps being told not to do something that she's pretty sure she's not doing. <laughs> and then later on, on one of the, watching one of your shows, it's like, oh, by the way, this is an error. And I instantly had a flashback and I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would love to go back and play more Rush of Blood. And I'm sure there are other optimizations they could do other than stopping the game from stopping randomly yeah yeah you know you know what's really funny uh is that i can't i can't actually think of any game that i really want to go back and replay right uh, or, or any kind of improvement for any game that that would convince me to go back and play it more right None like, at all. I, I i can't i honestly can't and, and i could and i could throw out examples and i think i think if aj is out there watching he's gonna laugh at me for saying this but there's a game called blind spot right and, and blind spot was uh like this three-part puzzle game uh where you kind of like just explore this mansion and uh here let me bring up the trailer is this it this is it uh and so and it, and it was, it was exactly what i wanted at the time it was like this sort of uh not quite escape room but certainly like solid puzzle game and uh, just like this beautiful mansion to explore the art design was great it was the puzzles were really well done but there was just like this very very especially at the time very typical blur you know there was a, there was a long there was a long stretch of time where like all these psvr games were coming out and they were all just fucking blurry cuz developers like just didn't know what they were doing and like they weren't getting the help that they needed and so everything that was coming out on psvr was just fucking blurry and uh and and this and this was a prime example of that such a great game or in my book such a great game certainly with its flaws um but man if i could play if i could play through this again with crystal clear resolution something that you know even the og ps4 was capable of doing this developer just didn't have the chops to do it. Um, you know, with the added power of the PlayStation Five, maybe they'd be able to, you know, optimize it a little bit better. Uh, I, w- I would, I would, I would like to play through Blind Spot again. I, I have, I, it, it gets so much undeserved love from me, <laughs> right? It's, 
the music the music is great it's got a great art design uh the story's silly but like it's just it, re- it really was just what i wanted at the time you know this game's come along every so often miles where it's just like it's just like this game wasn't great but it was just what i needed when it came out it was exactly the game i wanted at just the right time and that's what blind spot was for me i really enjoyed this one uh, i just wish that it was better and only better graphically that's all it needed was better graphics better resolution even that's it that's a good choice I guess. Right, we have time we have time for one more. Oh, are we we'll on a schedule over. today? <laughs> we have time for one more. We actually have time for 17 more miles because we don't we're actually <laughs> behind schedule at the moment. We're always but we behind have time. schedule. We make time. All right, fine. I mean, well, then, I'm 5 hours <laughs> ahead. And so <laughs> Let's do, What let's is do. time? Uh, time, yeah, yeah. For, for a show that's supposed well, to be one hour, we're very, very good at making it a two-hour show every single week. Let's let's try not to do that this week because you know we value your bedtime. This one, dude. It, <laughs> this is this is nice. I, I don't I don't recognize the username, and it's nice seeing new usernames come along, not just here in the chat, but over on Discord. And this comes to us from a user called Scotty T. Oh, uh, let's let's not do it then. Let's yeah, we don't have time. Yeah, no. let's move on. <laughs> only only <laughs> we'll only read viewer takeover questions if you've been in the community for seven years or longer. We're sorry, Scotty. Yeah. It's just we don't welcome new people. No. This is just how it works. We don't welcome new people. This is a this is a good question, so let's go for it. All right, Scotty T says, assuming we do get a fancy new social this is this is direct this is a direct response to our show last Friday. Assuming we do get a fancy new social PS home type Please. VR environment with PSVR Please. 2, what yes. do you think the likelihood of this being compatible with the uh, the OG PS4 2? Uh, would would love to hand the OG over to friends or family. Is there life in the old dog post PSVR 2 release? We all assume that the games will be PSVR 2 only, but I see no reason for something like PlayStation Home not supporting it. What are your thoughts? Okay. So you and I last week talked all about having PlayStation Home VR, right? Essentially, maybe being a cross-platform, uh, being a, a flat screen and VR environment. Our Amazing. own our own metaverse built by Sony. Movie theaters, malls, little uh, cosmetic microtransactions, things you can buy, movies you can watch, places to hang out with old your friends. Consoles. Old consoles. Your own your own virtual room to hang out in with trophies on the walls, right? And customizable. Invite your friends over. The whole thing, right? What's Scotty T's asking? Could this be also possible on PSVR one? Why is is PSVR one dead? Is there still life in it? What's what's the deal, Miles? What do you think is going to happen? What are you doing? Well. The first thing I mention, and but we will park this on the side, is it does go to a broader question of the idea of is there going to be cross-platform, is there going to be cross-play for any games where you'll be able to play multiplayer, you know, with people on on PSVR with PSVR two. I don't know for this. I, I I would say if this was their big push of like this is our version of the metaverse this is going to be a system seller so they're just going to say you're going to need psvr2 to do it because you have to have the 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 new headset and the new hardware to make Mm. it work or maybe if you're on ps4 and psvr and you you get a version and what you do is you go in and you can be invited by your friend to their home and you spawn in like a little glass cage and you can just watch them having a great time and you can't do anything until you click a button that orders a psvr2 <laughs> and jim ryan actually says to you directly thank you we knew you would do the right thing 
So we want so we want to torture people who don't have PSVR too. Oh, like, look no, at all I the fun you could be having. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, it's not my idea. This is just what, allegedly. I think what, I what think Jim it, Ryan's like. I think it's your idea. I, I don't. I don't want no, to throw you not. under the bus, but I'm pretty sure that's your idea. It's not uh, allegedly. Jim Ryan is thinking <laughs> of this. So um, yeah, don't approve of it myself. There's a lot of allegedly going on out on the internet these well, days. We have to because he has he has good lawyers. You know, uh, we have he, good ones, don't we, Brian? Yeah, yeah. We just like cats more than he does. Uh, he's, he seems to be <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. He's a bigger fan of dogs. Um, so uh, I, I don't, I don't even know where to go with this, dude. The funny thing is, is that there's a lot of people uh, on on without parole. Like I, I feel like we've we've gone over this so many times. Every video I make, I, I feel like I try to clarify further. You know, we have the everything we know about PSVR two video. It, it doesn't matter what you say. There's a lot of misunderstanding out there, right? And I'm not and I'm not putting this misunderstanding on Scotty T. Um, I'm putting it on uh, on on I'm putting the uh, I'm putting it on us for maybe not doing as good of a job as maybe we should be. Uh, I'm also doing putting it on uh, Sony for not. Uh, for not explaining things maybe as well as they need to for the mainstream, the people who aren't paying super close attention to every single detail that comes out all the time. Uh, and, and maybe they're going to get better at doing that. Maybe in September during a September showcase, when they talk for the first time at length about PSVR two, that's the thing is they've never talked at length about it ever. Right. And so maybe that will finally put all of these questions to rest, but there are still people saying, will I be able to use PSVR two on my PlayStation four or PS four pro? Right. And I know that's not what Scotty T is asking, but I'm saying that there's a lot of questions out there that, that I feel are easy to answer. Right. And I think Scotty T's question is easy to answer too. The answer is no, we're just, it's just not going to happen. There's no chance at all of whatever's happening on PSVR 2 whether you know whether it be a new PlayStation home or some kind of metaverse it's just not going to happen on PSVR 1 and the answer is is PSVR 1 is for all intents and purposes pretty fucking dead right there's i i will tell you right now i can't believe i had a conversation in the comments about this earlier today i can't believe that Skydance Interactive is making Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution for PSVR 1 like i'm actually sort of blown away by that fact because there's no reason for them to there's no the the, the market isn't there i i guarantee you they will either break even or lose money on the psvr1 port of retribution that's the answer money again just like the just like the yeah. prior question money it all comes down to money and there's just no money in psvr1 anymore that's why every single developer no matter how small their project has jumped ship to playstation vr2 that's the sad truth no it really is them. that's why we don't talk much about psvr1 anymore because there's not that much to talk about um well the way that yeah the way we were describing it the the other day was it, it or actually earlier today was it's like we're cur- we're currently treading water we're in this ocean yeah and we're looking for some remnants of like psvr2 news bobbing over the over the water so we can just grab it and talk lots about it um and uh you know, as soon as it's here with us, we're not going to have enough time <laughs> to talk about everything that we want to. Um, but that's just the nature of the industry. But exciting times. Jack K in the uh, in the chat says, our only hope would be for backwards compatibility to revive a few games. Uh, and I don't even think that's uh, that's our, our real hope here. Uh, I think backwards compatibility is is would be nice. 
you know, especially from a game preservation standpoint. But I think it's really going to be on developers. Developers, if if they really want to support their game, uh, there is no reason. We know of developers doing this already. There's no reason why people like like the Blind Spot team, if they're still around. Uh, hopefully, they are. They can they can go take their you know PSVR one version of their game. They can make a PS five PSVR two SKU, right? Uh, and then they can sell that to new PSVR two gamers. And for anyone who and and there is an easy way uh, for for any developer who's ever made a, a, a PSVR game or a PlayStation four game prior, they know this. You don't have to charge for the upgrade. You don't have to sell a brand new SKU. You can say, hey, this upgrade uh, is free for people who've already bought it. And so I think that's our big hope is that is that developers care enough about the people who supported them during the PSVR one era to give them the free upgrade. And then here's and then also here's this upgraded version, you know, that, that not only do we get to play for free because we already bought it last gen, uh, but here it, it kind of feels like a PlayStation VR two game because it supports the sense controllers. It supports the, the 4K display. It supports the haptics in the headset, all of that stuff, analog sticks rather than holding a move button down, you know. Uh, and, and so that's the smart move in any, any VR developer that's still out there and any of them, any, if, if there's any VR developer out there who made a PSVR one game, that's actually listening to this podcast right now. I'm telling you, you need to do this. You need to do this. It's way cheaper than developing a brand new game from scratch. And it gives new life into your old game, right? Support the people who supported you and then also sell your game to a brand new audience. It's, it's absolutely it- the best way. Agreed. And it's also a stepping stone for new revenue streams because often on PlayStation Plus, we've had old games come back. I remember when Sims 4, I think it was, was a free game for the month and I'd never played The Sims since the original. And uh, Sims 4, I think at that point, had been out for at least one or two years. And I started playing it. And then you realize that there are all these DLC packs, uh, like tens of them. uh, And that's what they hedge their bets on is you know make it freely available yes they do get paid by sony but you get a new influx of a player base and a percentage of them will buy dlc and so there's an argument to be made that for psvr games that then get an upgrade for psvr 2 you then could make dlc that is for the new generation's version of that game yeah. uh, and as you say it's in somewhat many ways uh, a lot cheaper uh, to do that, and it is to develop brand new games. But we're not saying it should be either or. Um, but in terms of revenue, um, it, it could be a great opportunity for that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's. I think that's going to be the Beat Saber model for sure. Right. Yes. It, it, it would be unfair for for Beat Games to go. Oh, hey guys, you know the people who have been playing our game for the last five years on PSVR one. Uh, we're going to charge you $30 again for the PSVR 2 version. Of course they're not going to. They're going to give us a free upgrade because they want us to keep buying their DLC. They're going to make way more money that way. A lot of people would stop in their track and go, 30 bucks again? I don't know, man. Maybe it's time to move on to Synth Riders. Maybe it's time to move back on to Autica. Maybe it's, it, it would give people pause and, and, make the, and, and give them an excuse to jump out of that ecosystem. And, and nobody wants that to happen, right? If you're playing Beat Saber, they want you to keep playing Beat Saber. You reminded me of a question I wanted to ask last week. Uh, We didn't get a chance. We technically don't have a chance now, but I'm going to do it anyway. But with Beat beat Games and Beat Saber, Mm. I do wonder, Beat uh, Beat Games would have not got a PlayStation VR 2 dev kit, would they? Because they're owned by Meta. But then on the the same site, at the same time, Sony wants Beat Saber to make the most of this new 
headset because Beat Saber is one of the biggest selling games and continues to be the best revenue stream for um, all their DLCs. So I'm just curious and thinking out loud here. I don't assume that you might you might have a, an answer for it, but because they are owned by Meta, does that mean they get unofficially blacklisted from Sony from having a dev kit? Because that early on, you're giving them the you know Meta a heads up of by the way. This is what your competitor is going to be releasing in a year's time. I doubt, I doubt it, man. Again, everything everything is decided with money. If, if you've got money yes. and you've got ways for if, – if Sony comes to Meta and says, hey, we've got a way for you to make money, and Meta goes, we've got a way for you to make money, it's like the console war nonsense is all about the fans. It has nothing to do with the businesses themselves, right? Console – like the, the people behind the scenes – they're, they're making deals left and right. And so absolutely Sony's going to Meta and being like, Beat Saber 2, uh, Beat Saber's going to be on PSVR 2, right? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, can, what about that game that uh, you guys paid for, uh, that Wanderer game? Can we, can we get that over here? Fucking, there you go. Oh. Let's, let's make a deal. Let's, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not denying that. I, I think that's exactly right. My point is the yeah. dev kits that Beat Games would have wanted to optimize Beat Saber for PSVR 2. Oh, you're saying there's a competition they, there, and so they because, wouldn't Because want... if you give them the technology yeah. uh, a year out at a time when Oculus are looking at you know, what their third one is going to be, that is slightly different because that is actually giving them the heads up on uh. your competitive advantage. So I'm just I'm just curious. Maybe PlayStation are like, beat games are going to want to be on it anyway. So they'll have their own optimizations that they'll be doing, assuming things, and then they can tweak it once it comes out. Um, yeah, I, luckily in this specific, for this specific example... <laughs> I, I think a lot of other games would require much more work, but Beat, but Beat Saber is such a simple game, right, by nature. Yes. That, like, I would be absolutely shocked if these guys couldn't port their game to PSVR 2 in, in like, a couple months, right, at, at, at most. And so, uh, and so I highly doubt that they needed a PSVR 2 dev kit a year before launch, right? If they get, if they get their dev kit right now. <laughs> yes. Right, and, and and that's really too late for Meta to make any changes anyway to their plans. Like but that, that, that I agree with. I think it probably is probably. a last minute thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so, but that that is a good question. I, I really didn't consider it from that angle. I was just thinking, you know, oh, the, I, I I don't think I understood the full breadth of your question when you first asked it. Uh, but but now that I'm sort of understanding it fully, <laughs> it, it is it is an interesting relationship. Uh, so I'm curious. Myself. Yeah. All right, man, and with a full hour of viewer takeover questions under our belt, it's time to start the show. Uh, let's see here. What's the? Uh, oh, dude. Oh, this is. I. You know. I. I maybe. Maybe I would have. Uh, maybe I would have reorganized some of these because I, I don't want to start the show forty-one minutes in on a sad well, note. Sad story. Right. But, dude. Yeah. Uh, Spark servers, uh, as far as I know, are, are shut down now. Uh, they. They. They may still be up right now, as of this very moment. But. Uh, but last night was supposed to be the very end of Spark. Uh, I haven't checked today. Did you check today by any chance? Dude, I haven't checked, and uh, I'm gutted that I haven't played all week. So maybe maybe I'll jump on afterwards and see if I can get in there. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm absolutely gutted this game's going. Uh, the press release that, that CCP put out, uh, about, what, a month ago, maybe longer, uh, said that on August 5th, uh, as of August 5th, 2022, the Spark servers would be shutting down. Uh, and... Uh, and so uh, a few of us got online last night and we're like, hey, let's do this because who knows? Are they shutting down at midnight? We have no idea what the plan is. Uh, and so uh, I will say I was actually pretty surprised 
that when I get on, it was not the massive celebration. I I thought we were going to flood the servers. I thought that there's going to be all these private rooms going on, all these public rooms going on. And uh, I'll tell you, there was four rooms and I knew the people in two of them. (laughs) So uh, I I did, I did play public first. I I joined a couple of people uh, right off. Uh, It was, it was a room just with two people and uh, I, I hung out with them for a little bit. And then I realized that I hadn't played this game in a while. My apartment was really hot. The air conditioner was not doing as well as it should have been. And I was sweating. And so I was like, man, I'm not going to be playing this for hours like I thought. I'm going to be playing this for half an hour. And so I better jump in with my friends and go play with them. Uh, and so this is just some footage of uh, me playing last night. It was, uh, it, w- it was fun, but it was, I will say it felt pretty casual. Like It was not the intense battles that we used to have because I think we were all out of practice. Miles, what's your history with this game, man? Uh, did you uh, did, did you get in while the going was good, or what was the deal? Yeah, I can't actually remember when I jumped in, and it was probably one of those moments where I was a, a, a regular GameCat watcher, and I'd seen a review of it, and um, I absolutely love this game. And um, I think I mentioned it on the previous show when we uh, first announced the news of it closing down that, for me, it was the first time I really got a feeling of what the hollow deck is like in Star Trek, yeah. because... This is not a regular sport put into... Here's a VR version of a sport that you can play anyway. This is literally a sport that is created that you can only play in VR. And I love it for that reason, firstly. Um, I love the fact that despite it being a very simple game, they've they've really thought about um, lots of nice touches. For example, when you're waiting to play you're standing around a box that you're looking in. Yeah. And if you're playing, you can actually see these giants around you, you know, uh, around the box. Um, Dude, that element, well. that element was so perfect because it's not just waiting to play. It's a, it's a physically active game. And so if, if you've got four people in a room, you know, for the most part, you can you don't have to play every single round, right? So you, you play around, you build up sweat, your heart starts racing, you win, you lose, doesn't matter. You get to sit out and watch a match, right? And you get to recover. It's it's absolutely perfect. Like, they really put a lot of thought into this. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, even the customization at the very start, simple but great. I like the art style of how your characters look. Um, but I actually think the game itself, and, and there might be someone that says, hey, it's actually very similar to this game that's been made before. I personally feel it's quite an original game. Um, you know, yes, it feels a bit like dodgeball um, and other things like that. But um, we, we were speaking earlier about it and you said that you forgot about at forgot first when you started playing. Yeah, yeah, how to play of like, oh, you're not supposed to get hit. Because, you know, when you look at it, you think you've got to protect that target behind you. But it's like, no, um, it can hit that as much as you want. It just can't hit you. But the more it hits that behind you, the bigger the ball gets and the faster it goes. Like, that alone is a really great dynamic, and I think you don't really appreciate it until you play the... I can't remember what the two modes were called. I'm just going to call it, like, basic and advanced. That's exactly what but it like is. Base, is it? Is it? Yeah. So so basic, you get, like, the knuckle dusters, so you can actually punch the ball. Um, advanced, you lose the knuckle dusters. And instead, um, I, I believe advanced also, there's no... It's either there's no time limit or... I, I can't remember, but... The advanced mode basically is more about stamina, like um, the basic mode, when the time is up, that's it. Whereas on advanced mode, it's like, no, you keep playing until you get to that score, which means that you really do have to... Um... I-, I might be getting confused with a third mode. 
but there was a mode where it's like it might have been the competition mode yeah. where okay no it is it is a battle of stamina and endurance that eventually one of one of the players is going to be knackered and 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 falter for that reason and yeah for me it makes the game really really exciting yeah i think one is one is to a particular score and one is to uh based on time um yeah i played both last night i gotta be honest again yeah like like we're saying i was like i forgot the rules of this game like i just forgot how to play um and uh it it didn't take more than you know 10 or 15 minutes to to start getting uh some of the finer nuances back and and, and really remembering you know oh right and and, you know nick nick in the chat who uh just checked apparently the servers are officially down um so we could we, we have put this game to rest we've put it to bed um it's been it's it's been a fun few years, but I mean I do have to be honest, right? When we talk when we're saying, oh man, it's really sad to see Spark go. This was the first time I played Spark in like two years, and I and I only played because this is my last chance to play, uh, and so it's 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 hard to like feel too bad about it. It's like if I was playing it every single day. Okay, so let's let's put it this way: the first group of people that I played with last night are people who have been playing this game pretty much every day since the game came out. Like they are obsessed with Spark, and so mm. they weren't playing it was because it was the last day. They were playing because they always play, right? And so, uh, and so for those people, I feel really bad. If there's anybody out there in the community who really fucking enjoyed Spark and just was like never stopped playing, I had my time with it. I played it for months, and then it was over. And I and I felt like I really, I mean, what was it, thirty bucks or something? Uh, man, boy, did I ever get my thirty dollars out of this game during those three months because like, I played for like probably a hundred hours. I don't even know. Uh, yeah no i'm with you there um because yeah on the other hand i've not played it in months but one of the this this is a a classic example of a psvr game where i really liked it and the reason i stopped playing it was because it's what i call like critical mass with multiplayer and critical mass is like the minimum number of players you need for it to constantly feel active because if you start logging on and no one else is there and you're waiting around then you're like okay i'm probably not going to bother and you come less and less whereas if you have that minimum number of players it encourages each other to keep coming back because they at least know whenever i log on there's gonna be songs to play with yeah. um the uh ubisoft uh wolf game um whatever within. within thank you um th- that's another game really enjoyed it but just no one's on uh and i find that to be a real shame as well so spark is a game i was always hopeful would get uh a new version for maybe for psvr2 Maybe it will one day, um, but um, or if someone else can get the rights to it and that. But um, I would be incredibly sad if something like this doesn't like for me. This would definitely fit in a top. It'd be a, it would be a top twenty five contender for games PSVR games of yeah. the entire generation. Um, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, when it when it came out and when we were all obsessed with it, it certainly made our list uh, at least a couple times. Uh, I it may have even I think we were so obsessed with it it might have been number one one time. Like that's how much we love this game. Uh, it's, so- it, the other thing I was just going to say was it's also a game that I always showed friends who'd never experienced VR before because mm-hmm. you want things that really make people feel a sense of presence and the feeling of throwing it and deflecting it. You know that shield. Um, all of those motions and the momentum you feel with the ball, it all felt felt really great. And even the um, the mini games they had, you know, the target practice and that, those were actually really good fun. Um, they had scoreboards on it and the training was really good. Um, and it's one of those games where it's 
easy to, was it easy to learn difficult to master like there's an interesting learning curve anyone could get in there and have a really good time with it uh, and there'd be times i'd play it and i'd hear fathers playing it and then swapping it with their kid who'd have a go and you know teaching each other like i think that's just really cool and so i i do feel it was a very innovative psvr game with the fact that it wasn't just here's a sports game and a vr version or here is a game that you've played before and a vr version like no this was a game made for VR, and they, I think they did it really well. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, it's good. it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Uh, I saw Nathan in the chat. What's up, dude? Uh, he says it's, it's a little scary to see all these live service games uh, kind of shut down, and it it, it is. Uh, also, it's 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 also the end of a generation. I think you know. I, I think uh, even though Quest Two seems to be going strong. Uh, obviously, there are plans in the works over there for, for you know, for their new headsets to be, for to come along, and uh, to obviously to be coming out sooner rather than later. Uh, PSVR two will be out sooner rather than later. Uh, who the fuck knows what Apple is doing? They, apparently, they've been ha- they've got a headset in the works for the last seventeen years. Um, it, it, every year, somebody goes, "Oh, this is the year that Apple's putting out a, a fucking headset." And so, like, really, we are so ready. Uh, the next gen of VR is right around the corner. And, and, and CCP seems like they've had just like so many different problems over the years that I don't think this is an example of just a VR generation transition. I don't think that's what's happening here with them specifically, but I do think that's what's happening with most uh, most of these things with like Ubisoft and everybody else. Uh, and so we'll see how that goes. Um, Miles, like that, just last thing I wanted to say on Spark was the one thing that does annoy me is it is the perfect game to be given PvP, uh, like, uh, sorry, person-to-person server support. Yeah, agreed. Um, because you play with one other person. If one of you leaves and it crashes, that's fair enough. Like, that would have been a great way to, you know, allow it to stand up. I assume you can't ask for a refund then on the PlayStation because you've now got a game that entirely doesn't work. I, I mean, I wouldn't be asking for a refund. I mean, I assume if, that- if you bought it today, I think you could get a refund. <laughs> Sure, right. but like at, at what point? What... Whoa. What just happened? Let's see if this works. All right, I think I, I think we're back. I have no idea what happened. It looks like uh, it looks like OPS yeah. just shut down. Uh, Miles, you were in the, you were in the middle of saying, um, well, of, I, I, of I one, just made the point con- about yeah, contemplating when, how long, how we, we, we I think we had an entire conversation about this, right? Didn't you, we have a whole conversation about what do developers owe us? You know, like after yes. you buy a game, like how how much time should you be guaranteed to be able to keep playing multiplayer? We did yeah. we did have that, but this is like this is actually like that was in theoretical terms. This is like. Well, it was sort of. I think then it was in response to Swords of Gargantua, right? And so this is okay. just the latest yeah. example of of that. Uh, but yep. Yeah, it's it's it, it sucks if anybody bought it last month or, or when, whenever they you know the day before uh, they stopped selling it. You know that would that would really suck. I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I think I, I I do think that as advanced as video games have gotten, as for as as evolved as the industry has become. Uh, every generation sort of brings up these new questions that need to be addressed, and I, and I don't think this this particular question has been addressed, uh, not not really well yet. Um, 
And, you know, and I've talked to different developers and they think, well, they say, well, it's kind of unfair for you to say, uh, you know, that, that when we launch a multiplayer game, it's sort of unfair for you to ask us to to keep the servers up for three years or a specific, a specific set of time like that, that will keep smaller developers from making these types of games. And in, and in my, my perspective is, well, maybe these aren't the types of games you should be making, right? Like this is, this type of game sounds like it's beyond your means, uh, and so I, I do think that there needs to be some kind of standard. Uh, and, but at the same time, we don't want to limit creativity, right? We don't want to be like, well, we, we, we could have the most amazing multiplayer game and get to play it for a full year, right? And we'd be like, wow, we had so many great memories of that shit. But then because of these new standards that get put in place, we go, well, no, well that game never gets made now. It's like, which would you rather have, an amazing one year with a game or never have it to begin with? And I think that's a tough question to answer. Um, Alvo VR in the chat, welcome. Uh, was saying how cheap servers are, and obviously this is just one example. Says about um, one thousand dollars a year to keep Spark up. I mean, it is cheap, but also if you're not developing or functioning as an independent developer anymore, that's a cost that you just don't want to deal with. However, for a company like Sony, and this is what we spoke about on the last time we went over this, so we won't go into this in too much detail now. But it's the idea that Sony should probably have a agreement in place that well if we're distributing games we should be offering at least yeah a small amount of servers to at least allow a small portion of people to um to to play it if if this uh company ceases to exist because sony made a cut out of spark sales but yeah. you know so that whatever percentage that is that's the percentage of servers they should be maintaining in my opinion um, yeah, a thousand dollars a year doesn't sound terribly bad, um, but at the same time, if you're generating zero sales for that game, then that's just a thousand dollars. Like, and your your business is making zero dollars a year, and you're just paying for other people to play a game. At what point do you say, "Well, that's just not fair anymore"? So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's a shame. The Spark story should have been a more successful story. And I will tell you right now, looking at the chat uh, and looking at the poll in the chat. Um, well, we'll just hit 200 votes. It's a good time to end it. Perfect. <laughs> well, the then the end results with 200 votes uh, is that, and I don't know because I hit the, I hit ended and then disappeared from my screen. <laughs> what was the question? Here I've got is. the results here, Brian. Got Are you, did, you got them? Did, did you ever play Spark? No, what is it? Was 41% achieving the highest <clears throat> results. Uh, no, and I wish I did. 31%. So, Miles, before we even get to the rest of the results, the people who never played it, whether they wanted to, didn't know what it was, or wish they had played it, the people who never played it that are watching right now, 72% of the people here don't have never played Spark. Uh, and then there's only 26% between yes, I loved it, and the 3% who said yes, but fuck that game, with 3%, 26% of the people here played it which isn't a terribly high number for a game that we put as number one on one of our top 20 lists, which is crazy. If Spark had come out in the last two years, or like during the pandemic, um, I think it still looks and plays good enough that it could have it could have come out at any point in the PSVR cycle and, and done well. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, I think that because it came out so early and it entirely relies on multiplayer... Um, I think it did well for what it is. There's an argument that it could have done even better if it had come out later. That's not a criticism of the developers because no one has a, t a, 
uh, a crystal ball and stuff. But right, right, it is course. one of those games that I think if it come out later, arguably it could have done even better because, you know, games come and go and a lot of people are just looking for the latest games. Um, there are how many PSVR games? Four, 500? Yeah, about 550, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot to go through and a lot of them are... There's a lot of just good games on there. Um, and if you're looking at... a Oh, this game came out. It's entirely multiplayer, and it came out a few years ago. Not many people are playing it now. It's the question I hear from a lot of my friends: of, okay, is it worth spending the money? Because am I going to buy it and then have no one to play with? You know, right? Um, interesting, man. Very interesting. Uh, we got to move along, though. We got to move along. So uh, ho- hopefully, you get a chance to play Spark last night if you if you want to give it one more last hurrah. Um, we did, we did put the message out on our discord. Uh, and so if you didn't know that spark was shutting down, uh, then my apologies, but come join our discord, man, click the link in the description below. Uh, and so you'll always be on top of this stuff and you'll always be invited to all these multiplayer meetups. Uh, speaking of which there is another multiplayer meetup as there are every single Sunday, uh, 2 PM Eastern, uh, professor Lewis with a $5 tip educates us on this one that says, hi, game cats, come play rigs. Mechanized Combat League, another game whose servers are shutting down soon. Uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Dual Shock only, B, the mech. Are you a Riggs fan? It was one of the first PSVR games I played, and I really liked the sort of the world building, which seems like quite a strange thing to say about a sports game. Yeah. But the fact that between matches, you're on your flight and, like, you know, looking out the window and, you know, going to the next match. I really liked that world building of a sport. I, like That's the kind of sports games I want to see on PSVR 2. You know, you're playing with friends and you're in a team and you're actually walking around and you have a sense of working your way up through the leagues. Um, I enjoyed it. It made me really motion sick uh, ah, just because as you're moving around and wherever you look, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, it's just, there's a lot of motion there and maybe that's something that would be fixed on psvr2 with a lot of the uh, new developments um but yeah I, I i i did feel a lot of motion sickness on it but i did have a good time yeah i uh, I, th- I thought Riggs was incredible uh from a technical standpoint when i played it i, I yes. just i loved how fast and fluid it moved they gave you this complete freedom of movement that a lot of games weren't doing at launch uh where it's just it it, it it felt amazing to play you felt like you were in this mech the sport itself i just didn't care for i was like oh this doesn't interest me whatsoever and i forced myself play i, I would come back to it every six months or so and play for another hour and go no, I love moving around in this mech. I just wish I was doing something different than, you know, some kind of sports ball thing. Uh, it just didn't, that, that element of it just didn't appeal to me whatsoever. Um, it didn't help that I'd never got any good at it. And so maybe if I'd gotten better at it, like it, it's that kind of, you know, the the reward of winning or the, the satisfaction of winning yeah. uh, would have kept me coming back. But but I was, I was just bad at it um, and I didn't care to get better. So that didn't help. Uh, but I'll probably drop in this Sunday though, because uh, again, got to give these games one last hurrah. Uh, it would really suck. I got to say miles, if I jumped in this Sunday and I fucking loved it and I was like, Oh my God, I should have been playing this every day for the last six years. Right. What have I been doing? Uh, that would well, really suck. Yeah. Well, off the back of the last point you were making often with these games, the one point you made that as you get better, the strategy changes and then you really make the most of all the features that are on offer. And that's when you really enjoy it. But secondly, especially in a team game like this, when you're actually playing with people that you know and you're playing a game after game after game, it's not just about how you better as yourself as a player. It's about how you unite and develop as a team. 
And uh, yeah, if we're playing Sunday with lots of game cats, we might find ourselves getting into some nice trios and being like, oh, wow, actually, we could do really well at this. We, we This game is amazing. <laughs> and that would be absolutely gutting. Um, yeah. I mean, we get we get two more tips before we move on to the main the main story of the week. Uh, first tip comes to us from Wally. It is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with the Canadian two dollar tip. Says, "Hey Brian, I love this short video or short form video." Uh, yeah, yesterday I put up a video. It's something I, I, I'd been toying around with in my mind and even experimenting with behind the scenes for a while. Um, just like a kind of like a short five minute op ed. Uh, we have all these great conversations on Gamescast, but a lot of times they get lost in the two-hour video format, that's Gamescast, right? And so despite the fact we have 80-something thousand subscribers, uh, Gamescast gets watched by 3,000 of them. And so I was like, well, maybe maybe condensing some of these conversations down to, you know, like an edited five-minute video uh, would be really fun and just uh, and, and, and to kind of just get the information out there in, in a different format. Uh, and so the, re- the reaction to yesterday's video was super positive, I want to thank everybody for uh, letting me know what they thought about it. Because anytime I do something new, it's always you always you're, put, you're putting yourself out there and you're saying, "Gee, I hope people are interested in this." Uh, and I was very well prepared for people to go, "Eh, not interested." You know, thumbs down, uh, as I always am. And, uh, and and it was quite the opposite. So uh, so the fact that you guys told me that you liked it, I'm definitely expect to see at least one of those a week because I, I had a lot of fun making it. Uh, the other tip comes to us from Gatorade twenty three. tip says, what do you think the chances are for a Skyrim PSVR 2 update with Bethesda's love for reselling that game? I'm hopeful. I guess the other side of it, of course, is that they're owned by Microsoft now, right? Did that that deal officially went through? The Zenimax deal? Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if it has pretty well, maybe it has gone. I think it hasn't gone through yet, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, The only thing about that is if Xbox had its own VR, or if, if, if the new Skyrim was going to be put on other platforms that Game Pass was going to be available on, then I mm-hmm. think they would. But making it just for PSVR 2, I don't think it's a big enough market for them to want to do it. Because it goes back to what you said, Brian, it's about money. If there was a massive market on PSVR 2 that everyone was likely to buy Skyrim again, then I think Xbox would say, "Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll employ a small team to do that." Um, yeah, yeah, Ag- agreed. They, they don't have any competition, right? Like, there they would have to be some sort of equivalent on the new Xbox platform on Series X to say, "Hey, yeah, well, they they got a, a new VR version over there on the competitive on the competing platform, right? They've got this what we would potentially call the." premier way to play skyrim like you know after it's been released and re-released and re-released and re-released throughout the years this is the definitive way to play skyrim in, in the highest resolution on psvr2 with all it would be amazing and, and and so for the parent company to, that to, that would make that game to say yeah we're just going to like allow this to happen on our competitor system without saying we have an ultra hd blah 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 version over here on xbox series x uh with new content and exclusive stuff this and that uh would seem kind of strange uh that said who the fuck knows man who the fuck knows we got i mean we did get minecraft vr uh on playstation vr long after uh, mojang was acquired by microsoft so i don't again but that would that wasn't a re that wasn't like an upgrade like that was just a VR version, which they have done. But to like do a 
it was even a free upgrade. That was the weird thing, right? It was a free P- that, It was a free VR upgrade to the existing uh, PS4 game. Which I, do, I still want to jump in with some friends and do a new campaign on that because it is amazing. Um, by the way, can we just reach for the chat? Twitch, uh, the single player game cat uh, was saying, sorry, no credit for a super chat. But he says, don't forget the single player meetup too. This week's uh, single player game is Astrobot. Come join the discussion in the back Backlog Club uh, channel. The backlog the Club. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I forget that there's a Backlog Club. I, I On Discord, I very infrequently venture out past the Without Parole Retro channel and with the, and the gener- in general. Like, I hang out in voice chat and, and keep an eye on general, and I very infrequently venture out past that. Uh, yeah, the Backlog Club. If you've got a, if you've got a huge backlog of games and you and you want to, like, give have an excuse to jump in and, like, uh, and kind of knock some of those games out uh, and talk about them with friends, that's what the Backlog Club on Discord is I all love about. It. Yeah, I didn't know about that one, so that's really, really great, dude. There's like a thousand channels on the Without Parole dude, Discord. I know we. I couldn't even find. Dude, I was I looking for the, uh, the 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 art channel today I was, because uh, because Josh had posted something cool in there, and I, and I was like scrolling through, and I was like, "Where the fuck is it, man? We've got like fifty channels. I don't even know where it is." Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. Sorry. What what conversation were we just on? I have no idea, dude. We were I, everything, everything a question got, in the chat. Everything we got, like crazy hot in here, like just like that. Like, like I don't know what happened. I can feel the AC on, but like I, there was just like, this wave of heat that just came over me. I think like I'd been sick. You guys know I'd been sick for like two weeks, and I'm just now recovering from it. And I think in the middle of this show, like a fever just kicked back in because like from head to toe, I just got super fucking hot all of a sudden, super fucking hot all of a sudden. Uh, so that was that was really weird. And so I apologize uh, if I act strangely for the rest of the show. But it's hard to tell, I think, right? Because I always act strange. Uh, strange is a part of the uh, part of the way we work on it. I think it's kind of the deal. Uh, and, we, and we had one more tip come to us from Genetic Blasphemy or GB, the first colossal chromatic gaming squid cat. Uh, I think like that needs like a kind of like a like a squiddy type a squiddy type motion. Well, like yeah, like um, what's the name of the alien from Futurama that also does the squid squidboard? That's Zoe- right. Zoidberg. Zoidberg. Yeah. Zoidberg. Why do I think Squid? Wow, I haven't watched Futurama in so long. I used to love that. Which show. was actually the sound that Homer used to make when he was span on, span around on the floor, running <laughs> around. He nice. <laughs> I have some random memories, but yeah. So anyway. our, one, our one and only Squid Cat with the five dollar tip says, "I bought Spark recently. I'm so sorry to hear that, but it's been too warm to exercise in VR, so I didn't." Hi, cats. Uh, then he gives us some cat emojis with some hearts and a train. Choo-choo, hype. Why no VR emoji? We'll have to, I'll have to make a VR emoji, and then we'll... We are talking about adding a YouTube membership thing going on here, so maybe some exclusive emojis. That would be really good. Um, thank you for the support. Yeah, that would be GB. great. Like, this is the one place on YouTube where there's an actual VR emoji. It'd <laughs> be great. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. All right, I think that gets us all caught up with all the tips, and that brings us to the main topic of the show. Um, my apologies. Uh, I know that if Reggie's out there, um, we, we, we had we had some uh, RC airplane and strange game stuff to talk about. I'm going to save that for next week because we've actually got a lot of other topics we didn't get to this week. Uh, but let's we're already running super, super late, and so let's get to the main topic of the show, and that is... that i just brought it up in oh man sorry i gotta I got make i gotta make miles smaller 
<laughs> You're really screwing with me. Oh, this is too funny. <laughs> I don't know where you're What is it, Brian? To... Brian, what is it? <laughs> what is it, Brian? What is the topic? That's really good, man. That's really good. Um, the topic is... Dude, did you know that? Did you know that VR is still a gimmick? It's still a fad. It's considered a fad by some of the um, mainstream gamers out there in the world. Did you know that? Did you outside of our little bubble, Miles, that people that not everybody likes VR? Are you aware of this? No, I wasn't aware of this. I've got to explain. Yeah, well, this this all uh, this all begins. Uh, this all begins from a Game Informer tweet. There's a poll that Game Informer put out. Now, Game Informer, if you guys don't know. Huge, huge, huge gaming channel, right? They, they, were, they were a magazine, and over on Twitter they have like 2.4, I think, million followers. Uh, and so, Game Informer is a pretty. If, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a vertical slice of the gaming populace, I don't know if I used any of those words properly. I don't think I did. Uh, but if you a cross section, right? If you're, gonna, if, if you're gonna pull the gaming community as a whole, the Game Informer community might be the people that you want. Just like IGN, just like everything else, huge community filled with all So, uh, they put out a poll and said, "How excited are you for PlayStation VR 2?" Uh, this was By the way, can I just stop you for a minute, Brian? There's some random music coming in on the stream, they say. Oh, it sounds like No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's not No Man's Sky. I apologize. It's done. Uh, this this was originally it does make to... your speech seem more dramatic. This... <laughs> This was supposed to be a different segment, so I'm sorry. That music was supposed to be there, and now it's not. Um, how excited are you for PSVR 2? And, and, and so, interestingly enough, right, with, with, when, you, when, you have, uh, when you have a Twitter account that has 2.4 million followers, I find it shocking that they only got uh, 2,900 votes on this, 2,951 votes, right? You would think it would have tens of thousands of votes, not twos mm. of thousands, right? Uh, only 21.9% of them said very excited. 29.7% of them said somewhat intrigued. And I think that's that's the conversion people right there. Those are the people we have to convert. The not interested at all people, the 48.4%. That's more than half of the people, po- uh, not more than, that's less, just, that's almost half of the people pulled say they're not interested at all in PSVR 2. But I think that's fine because, you know, if you were to do a cross-section of how many people that, you know, they should have done a poll. How many of you have PSVR, have been interested in getting PSVR, yeah. and haven't got it and aren't interested? You know, I think that um, you'd see a much bigger skew. And as for the not interested at all, and I know we're going to start going down the uh, replies sure. and have some fun with it, but when you think about, like, people that aren't paying active attention what games do they actually know about? Because I would even argue that Horizon Call of the Mountain, not many people know about it unless they've been watching, you know, they follow PlayStation's YouTube channel or um, they've been um, watching the state of plays. Like, until there is some real hard hitters of, you know, hybrid games, um, as we've mentioned before, I think that's when you could see that really sway the other way. And as as we approach to it being announced and saying this is what you're going to get to play on launch because at the moment for us who are active psvr2 enthusiasts we're talking very theoretical about stuff even call of the mountain you know we've seen some videos it looks amazing but we're still like don't know when it's coming out 
And, uh, you know, um, that, that, that's just how I'd caveat a lot of these results, which is, I think this is a good starting point, you know. I think it's a great starting point, actually. And, and it was something I wanted to transition to. I wanted to, like, start with shock and awe and be appalled by the, by the poll. And then, yeah. move into, but, and then move into what actually what a lot of the chat is saying right now. Uh, and so I applaud everybody in the chat for having a very good perspective on this. And that's that, um, that Jeanette McCurdy says she was photographed in a bikini given alcohol as a child actor. This is really important stuff here when we're talking about PSVR2 Twitter. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, I'm, a, I'm a big iCarly fan, and I feel awful for Jeanette McCurdy. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the other news on the fucking screen right now. Um, maybe we'll save that for another show. Uh, but it's, but yeah, but, but really, the fact is, is if they had done this exact same poll, like, five years ago or six years ago how excited are you about for playstation vr1 right i think the, i think the results would have been dramatically different right there would have been like five percent who was genuine very excited like maybe another five percent who was somewhat intrigued and then 90 percent that's just like not fucking interested in vr sorry right and so i think this really does show how far we've come that when you're when you're pulling all these people there's all there, there, there are people there are Nintendo Switch players there are there are Xbox owners uh, who are automatically because it's a PlayStation thing there are, there is some fanboy stuff going on here right where the second they see anything PlayStation not interested right so there's that whole segment of the population that was, was going to say no to begin with but then but but the fact that you know almost fifty percent have some interest in it of these twenty nine hundred people polled it's actually a really really good sign that's a that it, when you when you consider that PlayStation VR one, the attach rate to the PlayStation four was what three to four percent. There's like a hundred, let's say a hundred twenty million PlayStation four sold, maybe a hundred ten something like that. Yeah, and and then only five and a half million PlayStation VR one headsets sold. Yeah, that's that's a super low attach rate. That's that's four percent ish. I can't do the math in my head, but uh, but this this shows the potential of being anywhere from twenty percent to fifty percent potentially over the course of the next few years um so we could see be seeing a much bigger attach rate for psvr2 based on this poll so i do think that this is promising i'm with you cool all right let's have some fun now though (laughs) (laughs) all right uh all right let's interact with this thing um so let's see so some of the responses uh are interesting we see bob here uh, at lazy yoda who says i've been waiting for years uh you it's what's funny is that you can tell who of these people I've been watching without parole and who follows me because I, I recognize his name and he follows us. Um, Thank you, Bob. <clears throat> thanks, Bob. <laughs> yeah, we, pre- we appreciate you guys being out there on Twitter and being vocal and active, like, especially when it comes to these things, because I think it's important for our community to be represented when it comes to uh, when it comes to PlayStation VR 2, especially right when, when there's a lot of naysayers out there that when it comes to VR and about PSVR 2 specifically. And so I think it's important to just kind of like balanced narrative like make sure that we're out there saying positive things when people are saying negative things it's just kind of you know tit for tat sort of thing everyone after this stream should go and or do it now love bomb on twitter love bomb bob he should have more than one heart i'm gonna do it now while we <laughs> go to the next one let's find out where bob is can i can i can i click that right now oh i just did it right now oh no then it went there down to go. one i clicked it and then it went down to one again i don't know what happened um <laughs> And then we got Unholy who follows it up saying, after VR gaming on the Quest 2, I couldn't care less about PSVR. The novelty wears off fast. <laughs> the, which, which begs the question is, 
we always say that we always say that Meta is really helping the VR industry as a whole, right? Getting more headsets on people's heads, making this affordable headset, like e- easy to pick up, easy to play. But then, if people are having the same kind of experience that Unholy here did, like is that ba- a bad thing? Like suddenly you're giving people a bad first impression of VR? I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I like that Bob responded to that one as well, oh, holding we, the corner. Let's, let's heart that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I hearted Bob's once. It's gone up to three, and I've just pasted the link to the tweets in the chat. Actually, let me twi- uh, put the link to Bob's tweet. Perfect. Just, <laughs> I love it if it gets more hearts than we get likes for this episode. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, everybody everybody loved Bomb Bob. Um, hopefully, Lazy Yoda is, uh, is watching. <laughs> and if not, he'll be really surprised by all of his new followers and all the likes he's getting on his comments. Yeah. Uh, I wonder he, I wonder he responded to that one. I wonder if he responded to any more. Uh, we got Eddie from Outer Space. There's not a ton of comments here. I was actually surprised that there weren't just hundreds of comments. Uh, and so we can actually go through all these really quickly. Eddie from Outer Space said, I would love to find a PS5 at retail price first, uh, which I think is fair, but at the same time is becoming less of an issue by the day. Mm. Uh, let's see here. But that, that's true, actually. There could be people that say, I'm not interested at all because they still haven't got a PS5. Yeah. Or you've just got a PS5 and you don't have money. Like you could say, I'm not interested because it's just the the thought of spending even more money on hardware. Like that will be a percentage, might be a small percentage, but could be a legitimate reason. Uh, we got David Goltry here. This is this is one of the more negative statements. He says, "I'm honestly shocked. VR is holding on. Feels really gimmicky, but people that like it really like it." feels really gimmicky i feel like we should respond to david right because uh because because we need we need to know more about david's experience right what games has david played what headsets has he used we need to know he feels really gimmicky why does it feel gimmicky david we need to know more we need to know more so let's see did he did people did he actually now is it does it does it feel gimmicky in terms of the appearance of it he hasn't tried it or maybe he has had some bad vr experiences because yeah there are gimmicky vr experiences definitely without a doubt um and you know you might how many how many attempts are you going to give games until you go you know what this isn't for me um and this is a conversation that's done in a lot of uh reviews and that of vr games of is the vr game like does it is it designed for vr or is it just a game with vr gimmicks um you know, and so that's fair. It's always difficult when you read these tweets because the default is thinking he's there going, like, trying to be snarky. But mm-hmm. he might generally, like, honestly, well, he says, I'm honestly shocked. Um, he's had three, listen, he's had three days to respond, right? And he hasn't responded to anybody here. <laughs> so so I, I, I feel like we can't take him seriously. It's like, we need more information from you. Uh, did any of these people... Uh, oh, here we go. We get name pending. The tech is too limited, and not enough games are finding interesting ways to use that limited tech well. And PSVR two is only an incremental upgrade. See now, more questions. Name pending. I have so many more questions for you. Like what? How? At what angle do you consider an incremental upgrade? Like what? What element of it? And controllers are only an incremental upgrade because they're 
wildly improved. Do you think the resolution? No, that's wildly improved. Do you think the games, like the ones that have been announced, have been fucking incredible, right? Like, so at what angle do you think is only incrementally upgraded? Uh, and I think that's, again, uh, people who are just really not as familiar, right? And, and, they, and they, or maybe they tried something and they, or the, and, and they tried a couple games a few years ago and maybe they tried the wrong games or, and I, and I don't want to discount miles. I don't want to discount the possibility that VR just isn't for them, that they, that they legitimately don't like it and that, and that they're never going to like it in that because VR is just not going to be for everybody. Just like video games aren't for everybody. Some people pick up a controller and they're like, I don't know. There's too many fucking buttons. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care what's happening on the screen. VR is not going to be for everybody in the same way that video games isn't for everybody. I don't want to discount that. But it's way more fun to make fun of name pending and just be like, dude, I don't, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think you're out of your fucking sure. mind, right? Sure. So, uh, here let's go. Let's go back and see uh, some of these other comments here. There's one that has a really good GIF response as well of just saying, saying, my experience is by Don Landon. Oh, here we go. Yeah, my experience with VR is fogged up lenses, constant moving headset, and annoyances with setup process. Constant moving headset, like it's not staying. Can it, yeah, it's like oh, like it's not staying on not, his head not, properly. Yeah, he's not tightening it. Probably has a weird shaped head if he's a muppet. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and I'd... also, and 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 an animal from the Muppets was always doing this. <laughs> You're doing that a lot of the time, and you, yeah, it's going to be moving around a lot. So, but I like a petrifying pumpkin's response. What do you say? A PSVR 2 has a vent to remove fog. A single cable for easy setup and inside-out tracking. Uh, so no more return to play space. And then the fantastic <laughs> meme. Yeah, that's good. That's a good response. Super cool video, bro. In the chat with the $2 tip says, this is making me sad. Just give me Cyberpunk PSVR 2. Yeah, it's true. This is, this is this is actually pretty sad. Because, you know, like I, I really do feel like stepping outside of our bubble and seeing what the the rest of the gamers in the world have to say um and 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 i'm so and i'm so happy that there's some love here in in this uh in this thread because we got people like alex who are saying i don't understand why some people see vr as a gimmick it brings uh, first person shooters and competitive shooters on a completely different level uh even flight Mm -hmm. simulators so it's uh and, and so i think there there is there is some there are some educated gamers out here uh who who know what they're talking about um, we got Ultimate President here saying, I love PSVR 1, therefore I'm really excited for VR 2. Excellent. I think we should heart that as well. Right? Let's make sure he gets some love. Uh, is anybody else? Is it? Let's. Did, did, uh, did we get. Oh, man. You guys are out there hearting Bob's comment. That's awesome. He's up to seven likes. Seven. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. So. Wow, we ran out of comments pretty quickly. Yeah, there's just there's really for for again for a poll that was put out to millions of people that had over two thousand people voting on it. Uh, this this has less responses on it than most of my polls, right? And so so I I think I think the real thing we have to take from this are the results, uh, and to see that fifty percent of people are somewhat interested to very excited for PSVR two. Um, I do like the comment, uh, the reply, not interested because wired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, where is this? Tiger Karama. Yeah, I probably scrolled um, right by it a few times. I'm, I'm seeing it on a wicked small screen, dude. I'm like, anyway. 
So a lot of a lot of different reasons why people aren't interested in VR. Uh, and uh, Miles, what, what do you what do you really think it's going to take? Do you do you think that um, do you think that Sony has what it takes? Like, uh, there's, there's a few opinions here that seem a little bit outdated. A few opinions that that seem like maybe they just had a bad experience. Um, what do you think Sony has what it takes? You know, through the, between now and the launch of PSVR two to change some of those people's minds and if so what do you think it's going to take how how can they possibly do that i think it's going to take the hybrid games so actually taking games they already know and like because if they saw for example call of duty or destiny 2 is getting vr it's now not just games made for vr it's wow that's a title that i know and love and they're actively working to have a vr version you know Capcom's doing it with Resident Evil uh, 8. Although the thing I would say about Capcom, and this might be a bit of a generalization, I kind of feel like people that are into Resident Evil games are already going to be kind of into VR. I just feel like it's the same sort of game as... Uh, I could be wrong with that um, because of of the fact that Resident Evil 7 had, had a VR port and was so popular. Um, you think of like Alien Isolation having a VR mod. I think there's something to be said about like horror fans and VR. Um, people that like horror games do it because they like the feeling it gives them, the adrenaline, and they want to know what's the scariest game I can play. Oh, there's a VR version. Well, I need to try that. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a side point, but I, I do think there's going to be a difference between what Capcom offers and then what you know uh, Bungie does with Destiny 2 or Rockstar Games does with... Uh, GTA Online or what Epic Games does with Fortnite and VR, all those kind of things. So I definitely think that's gonna that's gonna be uh, a big part of it. Um, I, I, I think most of the not interested is going to change after PSVR two is launched. Um, yeah. Once you know we talk about the best marketing is going to be the broadcast and and that, and you know some people will have been put off from their first experiences and that's fine. They'll come to it years later because that's what happens when technology first develops is it's a rough ride. Um, but the, the last comment before hearing your answer that I saw replied to one of these was um, on, on the tweets was uh, from Manch. Good that more people are not interested. So it will be more easy to get get them for us who want one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be hard for us to get one at launch. No. I, I think it's going to be pretty easy because, again, you know, I, I'm, Sony seems to they're taking their time with this, right? We know that they're going into production. We know that they're, you know, they're going to be stocking up. It, it's not like they're going to be, uh, they're going to be hard to find. I think they're going to have a few million ready for launch. Uh, I think we're going to surpass the number of PSVR two sold. Uh, we're going to surpass the PSVR one sales figures, the, the lifetime sales figures of PSVR one with PSVR twos within the first year or two. Like, I think we're very, going to very quickly hit that 5 million point. Um, yeah, I mean, potentially in year one. And so, yeah. Uh, but but still, again, Sony's Sony's playing this right. There there are no supply chain issues when it comes to PSVR two. Remember that the only thing that stand, supply chain is standing in uh, the way of is getting PS fives out there. And PS we have we need PS fives in order to sell PSVR twos, right? So uh, so that's all really good. Um, and I think PSVR two is getting a lot of great press right now. <sighs> I the hardware is also going to be pushing VR forward in ways that PSVR the original did not. Like, look, the PSVR headset was great in many ways, but you were still playing with move controllers. Um, you know, you still had other limitations against other headsets that came out afterwards. 
But Sony had a plethora of great games. You know, that's what Sony is good at. They have some good first-party titles. They had the Astro Bot, uh, and they have a great gaming community um, with the new headset and all the tech that's going to come with that. Um, I, I, you know, we know that Sony are going to nail it with game with, with the games that they're going to have for this. Um, the tech as well is just going to be, you know. Having you know not move controllers. I mean, it sounds like a, a a silly thing to make a comment on, but that's a fundamental thing uh, that would have put a lot of people off. And so, um, yeah, I think again that's why that once it comes out and people really see the power of it, more people will jump on board. Uh, I like Professor Lilith's take. So I think the real takeaway is that hardly anyone is interested in Game Informer's polls. <laughs> whoa whoa i think that's great um now and there's actually a lot of great comments in the chat right now um jazzy j the tarot mage game cat says oh yeah all these 16 year olds love their Fortnite too much to care about vr um and i think that i think that's an excellent point uh there there are there are too many people uh playing games that don't support vr uh, That's so, true. so like, why, why would they bother stepping out of like their comfort zone? And I think, and I think if, again, we, 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 we know full well that Sony and Epic have been in talks for years regarding a potential PSVR two game. Uh, and so why not have Fortnite there at launch? Why not have, you know, we know that Sony and Rockstar have a great, uh, great relationship. Why not have Grand Theft Auto five there at launch with Grand Theft online, be able to play GTA online with your friends in VR. Sounds like the ultimate metaverse, right? It just sounds like so much fun. And so in in these are, in my book, the only way you're going to push VR into the mainstream, the only way you're going to sell VR to people who otherwise weren't very interested. That said, like, Grand Theft Auto didn't really save the PSP here in America, right? So, like, there are prime examples of, like, even the biggest franchise not saving the things we care about. Um, but I, I think we're, VR is on an upward traje- trajectory, and so any of these games, any of these titles are only going to ramp up that trajectory faster. Uh, so I think, I think things are going well. Um, and I'm with you, man. I'm with you. PSVR one had a lot of hurdles, uh, including the move controllers, including the camera, including light tracking. There were so many things that could have gone wrong. Sorry, yeah, light tracking. Yeah. I think a lot of things went wrong for a lot of people. Uh, and it was just too hard for some people to enjoy their time in it. Uh, so and I, yet, look how well it did, despite all that. Despite all that, because yeah. if it was an if it was a brand new company with a brand new headset with those flaws, it wouldn't have wouldn't have got faster. It, it would have got laughed out the room. So you know, Sony's actually in some way set itself up for the. Not only is it going to have a headset that is ahead of all the other competition, but the contrast from. It's going to be bigger than going from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. Do you know what I mean in terms of the the difference that you're going to feel with it? Yeah. It's not just about what you see with your eyes. It's about what you hear with your ears. And it's about what you feel with your hands with those controllers. And that combination in virtual reality and a sense of presence and immersion is, is just going to be one of the examples of things. I can't explain it. You just have to, to play it. Yeah. Uh, super cool video, bro. The two dollar tip says just make a proprietary Vorpex esque mode for PSVR two. This tip was just long enough ago that I have no idea what's in response to, and I feel terrible about that. What 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 game were we talking about uh, to recommend the Vorpex 
Fortnite-esque mode. Fortnite, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but thank you very much. Yeah, I, I really, I really hope that we, I hope we don't get any of that. I, ho I hope that developing for PSVR 2 and converting flat screen games to VR is easy enough where we don't need to rely on any kind of like Vorpex type thing for PSVR 2. Uh, I just really hope that we get all the shit that we've been wanting all these years. Um, dude, I am fucking burning up. So let's move on, dude. Let's move on and close this show out with a little game of 20 questions. Are you ready, Miles? I literally went to get my notepad because I was sensing it coming over the horizon. Hell yeah. Because it's your time to come up with a game, yeah? It is. And I have one picked out. I just need to, I, w I just want to bring it up on the screen. So in case you ask what, any silly questions. What's the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is it? Let's have a look. Oh, it's, it's Fatal Frame. Okay. Yeah. But which one is the question? Which Fatal Frame? All right, well, we'll, we'll find out when I ask these questions. All right, let me, uh, let me bring the game up here on the screen so I can have all the information at my ready. Uh, hopefully we haven't done this one recently. But my brain is fried, so who the fuck knows? Uh, okay, I found it. Miles, are you ready? Yeah. Good. Uh, everybody out there, please help Miles along. Uh, at, make sure you recommend good questions for him to ask. And as we answer these uh, 20 yes or no questions, give him good game suggestions based on the answers. He's going to need some help on this one. On your mark, get set, go. Does it have multiplayer? No. No multiplayer. Um, do you hold guns in this game? <laughs> no. No. no guns. I don't know why I thought that was funny. No. Guns are... F no, they're not funny. They're whole guns. Um, hmm. Is it a sports game? Yes. Um, is it futuristic? No. Okay. It's not rigs. <laughs> <laughs> Not futuristic. Um, uh, is it uh, a a real sport that we play in the mod? Like, is it actually a sport that we play in real life? Yeah, it is. Yep, that's five. It was real sport. Um, uh. I know I've said it. Is it multiplayer? But um, is it a team sport? No. Okay. Does it um, does it use the moves? It does. Great. Uses moves. Uh, and do you play on grass? You do play on grass. Cool. And uh, would you would you play with like a stick, but like that's fashioned for the sport, like a like a club? You you would, yeah, yeah. You would use a club. Interesting. And would you say that this is a game that is for everybody? Everybody could play it. Oh, I see. I see the direction you're heading with this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Is this everybody's golf? This is 
everybody's golf VR. Hell yeah, the only downfall this game had, I think, was that we didn't get any multiplayer in those fucking awful, awful caddies that you couldn't turn off. Caddy Steve, says Gabriel004. Caddy Steve. Hell yeah. Did you ever get to spend uh, any time with this one, Miles? I've not, and I've always considered still buying it still, but the one thing that put me off getting this game was that there was no multiplayer. Yeah. Um... Which I know is because I've seen your review and talking about it, and it looks excellent, and I'm sure I'd have a great time. Just, um, yeah, it's a, it's a game I'd want to play multiplayer. And then every time I hear about you playing this other golf game, uh, walkabout mini golf, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm like, let's bring that over. Let's bring that over. Come on, uh, mighty coconut, do your fucking thing and bring it on over. It better. I mean, dude, if if if. Walkabout Mini Golf isn't there for the PSVR 2 launch. I'm going to fucking riot. That's all I got to say about that. Um, all right, man. I'd love to dick around and, and sit here for another hour, but like I said, things are weird over here right now. Things are real hot, real fast. Don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm having hot flashes. Maybe I got the menopause, as they say. Uh, but <laughs> let's get out of here. Guys, hopefully, we'll see you over on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, and uh, of course, make sure you subscribe to Miles over on youtube.com slash Miles. That link is also in the description below. Thank you, everybody. It helps this channel run. Um, they run They run it so well, Miles. They run it with or without me. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you got? Hey, you got something? What? I was just going to tell everyone that um, I'm not going to be about next Friday because uh, I, I am on tour with my band uh, for the weekend so I'm going to miss you next Friday but yeah. um, we'll, we'll, we'll get somebody we'll get somebody who's maybe relatively suitable to, to, to be a replacement for you for one day I think we'll be able to handle it I look it. forward to it I actually still might be able to tune in while I'm on the road <laughs> so uh, yeah nice. I will I will say hi in the chat and that but like genuinely I'm always gutted when I've got to miss these but you know it sometimes happens and uh yeah um yeah so i will be seeing you guys on here in two weeks time hell yeah listen th- thank you to all the moderators who keep the chat civil here and over on discord you guys make my life so much better thank you very very much thank you to sci-fi game cat henry who puts all the timestamps into the show after it happens uh, and please be patient i don't I, it's re- i think it's i find it very disrespectful to the sci-fi game cat henry for to five minutes after the show is over to leave a comment that says timestamps question mark it's like the dude volunteers his time and trust me, without him, there are not going to be any timestamps because I'm not going to fucking do it. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, so please be, be respectful and uh, and thank Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry for all of his work. Also, thank Jay Meow for getting this up on. He, he dude got PSV. Uh, he got WithoutParole.com up and running, and he makes sure that all of these episodes are up on podcast services of your choice. Each and every single episode. Um, a lot of people to thank. Thank you, everybody who hung out today. That helped Miles twenty questions. That hung out in the chat that donated keeping the channel alive that support us on patreon.com slash without pro games. And of course, all the people who sat back and watched the show didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Let's get out of here. Miles. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, everyone. Dude, did you see did you see zombie in the chat? Zombie's fucking watching this thing while sitting in a hot tub. What what wow. is going on in Zombie's world where it's just not hot enough? <laughs> we need to start it's a competition just... of like photos of game cats watching PSVR. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
about <laughs> Pro in the uh, in the weirdest place. Actually, is there, has anyone ever watched the show in PSVR? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could do that, right? How could you? You yeah, could you, what, put the, the headset app. on and then yeah, you do. Yeah, do the YouTube app. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Once, dude, once upon a time, once upon a time, back when uh, you know, like way back, back when like the Midnight Games cast was the thing when like years ago. Um, one of our Patreon goals. Uh, which we still wouldn't have gotten to to this day. Patreon is kind of stalled out years ago. Um, the, one of the Patreon goals was we were going to film in VR. I was going to buy a 180 VR camera and film the show in VR, like to actually be able to air it in a VR mode so that you could put on your headset and watch it in VR and actually have some sort of 3D image, uh, 3D video going on. And uh, we never, we never even came close to that goal. Uh, but I, I think that would be really fucking cool. Next gen, uh, as, as the channel grows, we could, we could bring that back. That'd be really, really, really cool. Jason, Jamie, I was doing the exact same, saying the exact same thing in chat. He was reading my mind. There we go. Great minds think alike, but listen, Brian, before we go, Uh I, uh, I just wanted to say that I appreciate that the last few weeks with my clips of the week that, um, there's been, it's just, it's got quite disturbing, really, because of um, there's a lot of weirdos out there. I mean, I'm a weirdo, but like, you know, abuse. I had a lot of abuse. I've had kids screaming while crawling on the floor, so I had to put a bucket on their head. Uh, so this this week, I wanted to do something a bit different, and uh, I just wanted the Game Cats to know that I take this very, very seriously. And so when I get the chance, I like to shoot them in the head as the British sniper that I am. So uh, I got a clip of, you know, right. taking some retribution out of all those little kids that, <laughs> that ruin our days in, in the, in the lobby. So yeah, let, let, let's, thought... let's watch you beat up on some kids. So that this is always fun. with you <laughs> what do you mean what's wrong with me i'm a oh you're, you're just an awful awful person you just you, you, i think you go only go into rec room just to just to beat what, up we won kids. no we just won the game we won the game i was doing my duty as a as a sniper and i wish i could say i'm like that all the time i've tried to replicate that since i can't shoot the sniper for uh, you killed nah, it. I'm you rubbish. killed it. That, that's the dream. When you, when you find a good little eagle's nest to camp out in and uh, and just take them down True. one by one by one. That's the dream. You killed it. And and that's what you do on a computer game is when you get a clip of you absolutely smashing it, you save it and go, look, this is me on Rec Room. This is how I am when I play it all the time. Right. And then, you know, super you misleading. But also, but also the sound effects of getting shots <laughs> on that game, the ding is just so satisfying. <laughs> It is satisfying. Looper the Underground Game Cat with the five euros says you can watch YouTube on PSVR, but unfortunately, not with PS5. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know we we need we need PS5 to to add a whole bunch of features, right? We need we need we need navigation control support because <laughs> they I have like VR they have VR videos on YouTube. So yeah, that will have to be a PSVR two feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Blu-rays, right. man. 3D Blu-rays. How am I ever going to yeah. watch Finding Nemo in 3D ever again? Oh, dude, that must be amazing on it's, VR. 
it's it's shockingly not as um like if you've ever watched i mean you know if you ever go to a theater and see things in 3d um it's it uh, when you watch 3d stuff especially the pixar stuff i feel like it's not the 3d effect isn't as dramatic it's like more realistic um and so it's yes. not it's not wow it's just kind of like pleasant to watch yes yeah i get you yeah it's pretty cool though all right dude we've <laughs> i mean it, in about two more minutes, I'm going to turn the cameras back on, and we're just going to keep t- we're just going to keep running the show. Um, so yeah. I guess, I guess no, we should we'll, just call it. We'll end it there. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Much love. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. We love you all. Boop, boop, boop.